Are these? Those are for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have some on. Yeah, I do. Look, look at that. You that didn't just, even know. I look like such a natural with headphones on. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I should just wear these ears. on stage. We're, we're recording uh, today <laughs> from the uh, ground zero of Sex Actually, the podcast, at my uh, studio apartment with Matt Jones. Yeah. And Tasha Courtney. Hello, hello. Matt, Hi. I can't believe we haven't had you on before um, because we have so many heart-to-hearts. I know. Every time we see each other, we like talk about like a very... we we. We cut past the small talk. <laughs> we're like, so where are you at spiritually, man? <laughs> Just hugging and crying. <laughs> Talking about self-help. and I go home being like, I'm a changed man. Yeah. Next day, not a changed I, man. Yeah. Had a great spiritual conversation. I, Those I think that's sorts every... of people are so important in Los Angeles. I feel like you I don't know. have a lot of friends that like get to that. Even like close friends of mine, we don't get totally. to that level. Every time we see each other, we might do that like twice a year when yeah. there's like a big thing going on or something here's how you get there you have to you have to first be the one to start out spiritual like open yourself up yeah and you either scare someone away or you attract them yeah you have to you have to be careful about how you do it too because you don't want to be the guy that <laughs> nobody wants to book in los angeles because it's like ah oh, shit here he comes yeah <laughs> it's like he's Gary. got crystals in his hands and he's like, <laughs> i want some healing uh, so i have crystals it. Someone did a great joke about how crazy they are, and I'm like, how are crystals any crazier than the moon and the tides and girls' periods? They, and I, astrology. Know, I mean, okay, first off, is the crystal thing, is that even a spiritual thing? Or it's is a it, cosmic is it more, thing. Or is it more just um, like, okay, so you have like acupuncture. Acupuncture, you can be a stone-cold atheist and benefit from it because I don't think it has anything to do with metaphysical type i think acupuncture like it's from the inside out whereas crystals it's like the outside energy coming in like i swear tasha okay. on a full moon uh, will soak these crystals in water crystals literally <laughs> nothing but when we were in sedona last year where's sedona at again Arizona. Arizona? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's considered like an energy vortex. Sort of outside of Flagstaff, but a ton <laughs> we of lost hippies. Half the listeners. <laughs> a ton of hippies live there. And uh, we Arizona. bought a bunch of crystals because they're famous for their crystals. So these two are citrine, <laughs> and they're supposed to like provide like, happiness good. and luck, maybe. Want me to look them up? Yeah. All right, you keep talking about them. And this one is amethyst. No. Yes. Yeah. It's no stranger That's than just a moon anything else. That, like, it's like if, if a chunk of stone uh like provides energy or like you know what i mean like if it provides a healing thing like lavender right lavender will provide you with create like apparently the smell of lavender it's calming yeah like look we got sage right here sage is supposed to be calming and provide like a safe area i'm not gonna gonna look up though pretty much everyone in los angeles is a native american (laughs) 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 we all just become well here's here's why because it's it's such a competitive fucked up industry that we're in <laughs> that it's like if that rock right there that cost me eight dollars can help me out <laughs> i'm buying it if it doesn't then kick rocks well i, think I that's actually i read something really interesting the other day about people uh this lady who's like a master of visualization and law of attraction and all of that mm-hmm. she was saying if you set out like a little reminder for yourself and she wasn't talking about crystals or rocks specifically at all she was just saying like um it was kind of in the same vein as like a vision board, but she was like, you know, put it, leave it in your pocket, put it someplace where you're going to see it every single day. And it's your little reminder, your personal reminder of something that you really want in life. So like how you're supposed to put your vision board someplace where you look at it Mm -hmm. every day. It's like every time you put more energy into this thing, whatever the thing is, something that you want or whatever, then you're putting more of that energy out into the universe. So I guess like if you have a, a tiger's eye little rock that you carry with you that offers you protection, like every time you think about it, you just, I don't know. Yeah, I could put I could put a thought into this foam mic protector Mike thing. Afro? I could literally put like, this is going to remind you of good, fe- and like thoughts have energy and weight. And then you, so like, that's why they say like in the, in the pickup yeah. world, they teach, they teach like, you like if like say I had that this this rock right here and I met a girl and I would like I'm gonna give you this rock and it's gonna signify the first time we ever met and you're gonna smell Keystone light and regret no but like and then like if you give it to her the next morning she's not gonna be like oh it's a nice rock she's gonna be like hey that douchebag gave this to me I wonder what he's up to like it really puts it really it's it's strange didn't like that. we watch a movie very recently with that had like a little crane is that there a was... pickup artist thing it's a pickup artist thing 
Yeah, those guys are so funny. Are they still around? It's still a real thing. Our, he knows somebody buddy, very well. Our buddy got involved with it. He's he's trying to be more in like enlightening and more like men's wellness. All those guys end up regretting it like after they've gotten so far down the rabbit hole. Luckily, he's like. he's engaged now, so like he's years past like whatever. But you really do see how uncool they were that they were oh, like. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I've read the game. And I, I read I've, it too. I've totally, uh, I've did. totally uh, done like like been interested in, in in metaphysics and law of attraction and all those things you can apply it to anything for, for friendships whatever but once you start manipulating people it's like yeah that's kind of what those guys get into i think the benefit is a lot of those guys don't know how to talk to women mm-hmm. so it helps because like if you're always going up to a girl and being like hey did you get those those rocks did they um you ever smell them? <laughs> you know, like you don't know like what to say. Yeah. That's like a big thing. But those guys have like stock lines. Right. They say. They're like, com- they're, like so com- they're basically like road comics. Yeah. But with girls. With you know? girls. And it's like, hey, my laughs. cousin sleeps with a teddy bear. Is that weird? And then it's like. That's yeah. The, that's they have like their stock. lines. Yeah. And they definitely. I think they just. Well, it's a, it's a community too. It's so like, these guys go like from being like loners or whatever to suddenly having like a forum and guys they can talk to and guys they go to dinner with and guys they share tips with and they feel connected to something. They're bros. What like, if uh, yeah. what if we re- rewind the tape and found out that I used a line on you? Would it have served his purpose? Would it have st- would it be okay? <laughs> would you- would you forgive him? I don't know. Or would you guys get an argument when this podcast ended? Sh- we probably would get in an, <laughs> an argument when the podcast ended. I'd be throwing different rocks at her. Like, <laughs> Positive energy, bitch. Just lighting sage. Now, it, um, I actually met a pickup artist a few months ago. Remember this dude? <clears throat> I was driving Lyft. Picked him up at like 2.30 in the morning. You, you meet so many people from doing that, Oh, my that, gosh. Dude. So this dude was like, I don't, I don't know, Asian. I thought he was like a rock star or a pickup artist because mm-hmm. they dressed crazy. He had the boots, the tight leather pants. He had a mohawk, all these. And he was like in the back. There's a huge black guy, 300 pound, big black guy in the front seat. Didn't say a word. He was just checking so out all the. So he was like the security? Yeah, but he was just like checking out all the chicks. Like, because it was like 2 a.m. on Hollywood Boulevard. It's just all these chicks who come into town with, you know, cooches hanging say out. anything? Just like, dang. He was just like, yo, man. Like, he, uh, you know, whatever. Normal 2 a.m. guy things. And <laughs> yeah, I, like, no judgment. Yeah, just from the safety of my car. And I'm like, you know, I just reflect whatever mood the people feel. I'm like, yeah, man, cool, bro. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy in the back, and then he had some, like, other Asian guy that was visiting. And they stayed at, like, the, they stayed at um, the W Hotel. And uh, and I'm guessing his rate must be at several thousand. Like he char- he probably charges each guy a thousand. He probably has like seven to ten yeah, guys that come put out with on him. Anything oh, until he so has the like... guy in the front seat was his. The guy in the front was the big black guy. He was like bouncer or whatever. Oh, okay. And then the rock star Mohawk guy was in the back seat. And um, my, our buddy uh, Jonathan Hudson, the guy who he he runs the Social Man, and he used to be in that pickup artist community. He hates to use the pickup artist. Like he hates to be called a pickup artist. But it's like that's that's what you. That's what it's you are. It's so funny when people won't own what they are. like, uh, Or want to spin it. Yeah. yeah I, I listen to Tony Robbins and he like snaps. Well, he doesn't snap, but he gets mad when people call him a motivational speaker. And it's like, <laughs> dude, that's kind of what you are. He's like, no, he's like, I'm a performance enhancement specialist. <laughs> 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 or something like that. I was watching this interview and it's like, dude, you are a motivational just speaker. Just be, yeah, just be, be what you are. Own it. Yeah, be own happy it. for the thing that's made you millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, like. And you've helped a lot of people. Uh, the guy, like, my buddy, saw it? Tony Robbins. He's a big Tony Robbins guy. So oh, yeah, I like him same. a lot, actually. You're big. You're big motivational speaker guy. I am, but I'm also annoyed. You're like with no it. personal wellness. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hate though when people won't let people have like you need to have a bad day every yeah. now and then. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. Like Tasha does. Like <laughs> you, some like sometimes you need to be able to unwind. Feel your feelings. Yeah, you, there, there's two ways to go about it, and then I have friends who like. You know, especially in L.A., like, I try not to talk to people whenever I'm in that bad space. I just go, like, pray or whatever, you know. But, like, like whenever I do talk to people and I'm just trying to unload, you have those friends sometimes that are like, this is this is going to block me from, like, a career opportunity or yeah. whatever. Like, if we talk about this. And it's like, no, dude. just They just want to, like, put a positive spin on it? On everything. Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes that can be annoying, you know, because it's like you have to be able to go through peaks and valleys. But there is something to say for being positive because it's like... If you're negative all the time, nobody's going to want to be around yeah. you. Yeah. You know? If you're like, an optimist in general, you live longer, you're healthier, and you have more friends. Yeah. If like, like, yeah and I know it's, sure. a, it's true, but like if they actually prove like that like your skin's nicer, you have less gray hairs, you're just like if, – if you know that's all like – it's all vanity shit, but it's like – It's the, true, the, the person who doesn't wear every – 
like car getting cutting you off this like some guy flicked me off yesterday and you yeah. were like that guy flicked you off and i'm like i think it was just spitting something out the window she's like no he flicked you off and i was like <laughs> Uh, no, like <laughs> not my reality. What I do I care? Freak out whenever I when somebody like in traffic, like with road rage, like I go freaking nuts. Like you have road rage. My spiritual, I have to be like, help me, Jesus, because I like tailgate <laughs> people. Oh, that's your thing, and, like, really? Yeah, that's my that's my that's my Tasha's. Similar. I flip on my dome lights, and I've even acted like um, this is psychotic. I can't believe I'm admitting <laughs> this, but I've acted like I've pulled a gun on people before, and I flipped on my dome lights so they can see my eyes, and I try to make them think I'm crazy, and I've like pantomimed like I'm cocking a gun, and I have it like in the side seat. And I just pull up and act like I'm like reading their license plate. Like I don't know what happens in my brain. Like, <laughs> That's so Jekyll and Hyde. It's really weird. I want to cut you off sometime. Just call bullshit. No, I you're definitely faking it. rage it's... in traffic, but I don't like. I re- like. I just need to shout. Once I shout it out, then I'm like good. But you he feel gets better? so stressed. Well, Matt's if he's got in the that. Matt's got seat. that Meisner training, and I've also got. <laughs> so he can really fucking mime that gun. <laughs> I'm like five five too, so certain things like just trigger that disrespect and like well, the yeah, Napoleon complex exactly, to where yeah. it's like <laughs> Joe like, Pesci oh, and Goodfellas. I gotta like peacock my chest. No one out, wants you know? to fuck with the guy who's five five. No one <laughs> no, wants to know what the fuck he will kill you. Tom Cruise is the head of a religion because he's five five. Oh, you have a great Tom Cruise, by the way. So, oh, yeah, so yeah. Matt went on stage um, a few weeks ago and didn't speak English. You, you ju- he just went on stage for five minutes and spoke like True. in tongue. Really? Yeah, Can you do like, like four seconds of that? So I just went on stage and for five minutes I just made noises like for like five minutes. <laughs> I was the only one laughing. It was, yeah, no one it knew was what I was doing. No one else got hey, it. It was no. what I needed. Like I needed that. Like I like it was a pure, just fucking awesome. Like the audience yeah. just kind of came and went. Like what's going on? But do you know how empowering that is to just be able to like stand up and not give a fuck. That's the only reason why I do it. They should make every stand up comic do that for the first month. Like before you learn yeah. jokes, just get up on stage and make noises. Mm. I always have to do it. Like. Several times because approval is addicting for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when people start laughing, I'm like, yeah, it's feeding my soul. <laughs> and then it's like you start to think that you need it. You turn into an old man from the south. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's feeding my soul. You pull out like a, a handkerchief. I do declare my soul yeah. has been fed. <laughs> my soul's been Quite fed. Quite well, I might say. Off like the to my soul. Young and <laughs> my soul just ate some gravy. <laughs> well, you know, I actually, in, the, in my acting class, like last year, we did a scene where we were like, you know, we both read the same part, girls and guys but in the scene it was a guy preacher who was like speaking in tongues mm-hmm. and um it was really there was one guy in our class his name is Judy he's unbelievable but he went all out I mean you've never seen anything like it and I feel like a, a lot of the class was very just like reserved and insecure and didn't really want to like yeah. go fucking nuts on this because like, yeah, actors want to read lines yeah, yeah. They don't but, do their but he like went for it and it was so amazing I think that totally. I don't know it's cool and what's that okay he was just at Coachella the guy Coachella I wanted to go to that so bad did you guys go Coachella yeah, yeah. We there. you guys both went we had such a great time okay so Tasha so I won a trip basically. well let me can I just can I just preface this because I feel he's there, gonna put the negative spin no, on it there's a timeline wait before we get into this can I say what's the guy's name who he was in there will be blood and oh, Paul Dano he, w- he did a Our thing Paul with Dano? Sia yeah 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 he was. Uh, but do you remember there? him? And will, there will be blood. No, it's he was really really good. He's this crazy priest, and he's like oh, a very the, young, the and he's like the yeah. yeah, yeah. he's great in that. Yeah. Okay, so sorry really for now. We got that out okay, of the way. So, so there's a timeline of events. Him. No, we didn't meet him. He did a performance with Sia. I worked oh, okay. on a movie that he was in, in very high cheekbones, very very in, raised, uh, big. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. No, it was some. It was some. Was he in it that? was some Katie Holmes thing, like an indie piece. I don't. I don't know, but um. So, last podcast, I think I'm, I'm a couple podcasts back. So, the people that are listening, Tasha went to Cabo. She got this trip paid for. Wait, where's Cabo? Mexico. Mexico. Okay. Oh, and by the I'm way, congratulations. First so. of all, congratulations <laughs> to Tasha. She's Sports Illustrated. Um, Lovely of- lady of the day. <laughs> Freaking awesome. <laughs> Thank Lovely. you. Are you on the cover? No, it's just like a, it's an internet it's like an thing. It's called like extra mustard or something. I don't know. It's just like little n- here. I actually have it pulled up because I was trying but to get a screenshot. What's crazy is they say her Instagram handle, at Tasha Courtney, they don't link to it. They just t- they just t- stole all her photos. Yeah. And made it, it made their own gallery. So here it is. That's so weird kind it's of. It's called yeah. Hot Clicks. Yeah. 
it's someone like, tagged me on Instagram when comics it. make a flyer of you and they just take one of your headshots and say, yeah, oh, dude, but it's like it that doesn't. One, you look like, they you, put like twenty two pictures in there. Or you got to scroll down. But anyway, so but yeah it doesn't like link to my page people would have to like go there themselves so they they just stole from your instagram <laughs> yeah basically basically someone like Freaking some in, congrats, some intern though. had to take 22 photos screen grab them onto his computer cuz you can't right click save as and crop them all and 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 give them so that is kind of fucked up but it's anyway it's kind of creepy too like when you think <laughs> of like the intern like i just picture like a world of warcraft guy like, <laughs> like funneling you know what i mean so so That's so awesome though. so Thank tasha you. goes yeah, to cabo cool. she gets she went she gets invited to shoot with arsenic some online blog they have a very big a million instagram big following and they're huge they're like the biggest account on snapchat they're bigger than mtv they're like they're really big, but yeah. just in like and the to my online cr- and I'm happy and, and, and I have felt two different things. On one side, I'm happy for. Her. On the other, I'm like, the, y- y- you don't know like who's going, who's the photographer, what guys are going, all these things. I don't oh, know. Oh, totally. Every, you know, like, like one of the boyfriend. owner's brother goes with another guy, and I'm like, who is this guy? Some guy Matt is tagged in the back of a photo. Like, what's he doing? There? <laughs> you yeah, know, what I mean? all these one thing know, after another. But after I got all the details and I explained everything to you. Fine. And I was upset. It was our two-year anniversary. We're in Catalina, one-night trip, pretty expensive for Catalina. for us. Uh, for us, your good boyfriend. Well, right? it was more. You know, it was nice. I'm to see everything I did wrong. No, 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 no. It was nice. And uh, and uh, and then and then she gets a phone call that she's got this trip to Cabo. And I, I mean, I mistakenly said, "Oh, you're happier that you're going to Mexico than you are here." And which was but, so shitty. But I was and just, I was feeling needy, and she knew that. And it was just it was tough. It was tough because. You're going on vacation for five days without me, and I have to be happy for you. It's a weird place. Yeah. I know I sound selfish, but for those listening, put yourself in that situation. It's kind of like, oh, my... But like, of like, course, I would rather be going on vacation with you, <laughs> right? But yeah, when but it's you're like traveling the, but it's for like, work... I understand, but it's, it's like, like the pressure of a comic not making enough money yet, still working on their craft. Oh, dude, like, I can't yeah. afford to go take you to Cabo for five days, necessarily. But anyway, it's totally fine. I like I liked the guy who runs the company, but, like, they went out on a... We, I was at the comedy store, um, you know, seeing, seeing some comedy on a Saturday night. They all went out to sushi. I was like, go out, go out with them, whatever. She comes back with a dozen roses that the owner gave her. And I'm like... <laughs> Man, this fucking guy is making me look bad right but now. But he literally gave <laughs> roses to everybody. It was just they had one of those like rose sellers outside the, the restaurant, you know. So yeah. when we walked outside, we were all waiting for Ubers, and he was like, "I don't know." We were like Snapchatting and he stuff. He didn't single you out, like right. Here. It was lovely meeting you. Yeah, like just me yeah. in front of all these other people. A long dozen stem. Long stem Tasha roses. shows up to the comedy store in a mini dress and long stem roses, and <laughs> 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 <Like, laughs> not from me. <laughs> anyway, that's all fine. We were our communication was pretty good she was in mexico service wasn't great we talked a lot blah 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 i deleted snapchat i didn't want any extra fucking you know what i mean yeah you don't want to and then i was you know still like a little little weird she posts uh you know applied nudity photos a little weird for me but that i took myself i know i know and i appreciate them and they're like you know they do really well they you know you promote your following it's it's all it's all good it's it's all about generating a following comes home for two days things are great everything's great happy she's home some photographers like i'm i'm giving away a trip to coachella and then he submits tasha and she says yeah sure he submits her and of course she wins he did like a contest so she wins the next two days later she's going to fucking coachella i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me right now (laughs) i was like awesome no but not for me i mean and i'm like and here's the thing i'm i'm happy like I like when she's here, but I like when she's away because I can go out and do stand up at night and like do the comedy hang after, and I can like not feel like oh someone's in, you know waiting for me. Not that she's putting pressure on me. It's like you still don't you, you know you don't, totally. you don't yeah. So so I was like no, I'm happy you're going to Coachella, but it was still like kind of like what the fuck you know what i mean the dude i met the dude at the airport where i dropped tasha off the dude's cool santiago pgm on instagram six hundred thousand followers he's a guy dude from mexico city harmless little dude not worried like it, i'm not it's not about because like it comes off it sounds jealous and it's not jealous it's like really what if i went to coachella for you know what i mean after com- going to cabo i know i sound like a whiny bitch but like can you imagine <laughs> no you imagine? i would definitely be really I would feel really left out and I appreciate you being so supportive 
of me doing these things that I need to do for my career because these are people that book me, you know? These so it's important. Yeah, and it was really good because she's l- literally shooting with this other chick, Taylor, and this big photographer for like four straight days. And they're following him for HP. They're, they're doing like a day in the life of a photographer. So they have a f- camera crew following him. Good deal. Totally good deal. Have a place to stay. Three-day pass to Coachella. Pretty cool. And she got me in on the last day. So I went, I went like... I went for two nights mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. that, and that was all cool. and everything was cool but like I still have to deal with bullshit like there's like there's a there's a photo of her and the other model giving the photographer a kiss on the cheek that pissed me off like that you know you're smiling like the Grinch right now <laughs> <laughs> it's just annoying I don't yeah. in the life of me worry about whether or not and I'm like but I'm still like a dick about it I'm like how many takes did that take Four. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah, I'll just take one more. Now, uh, the stuff Let's that you're <laughs> to play, Doctor Phil here. <laughs> to play Doctor Phil, we're not even recording. Two. We're just <laughs> we're not even no. recording. And, and I things are good. Things are good. Us. Yeah, like I, you have to do that because it's your career. But then it's like you're just being normal boyfriend. Because I would do the same thing. Like when my girlfriend, um, I think I'm better. I think I'm better than normal boyfriend. I think normal but, boyfriend. I mean, what would I'm be saying like, is, you feelings you feel or normal is like. Yeah, you're not, but you're not like crazy. Like, where are you going? Yeah, I'm just you like, know? really? You're yeah, going to do never that? that? Well, because like this, yeah. the dude took a photo uh, like a few days earlier, or a different dude took a photo. Like, like these photographers, I get them. This one guy took a photo where he's like sitting on the bed and like took a photo into the mirror and the chick's in her lingerie. And it's like, I get that you just did a photo shoot with a chicken lingerie, but don't post the reality of the situation. Like I don't, and I told Tasha, I was like, I would really appreciate. Oh, she it. didn't know he was taking a picture. No, 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 no she, she did. Knew. It was just like, it's sort of instead of like a picture of a girl, like the photographer usually posts. It was like him in the mirror with her next to him. So it it includes him in mm. the in the final. And he's shot. not a model, yeah. He's not a model. He's a photographer. But and at that really, point, it's not art. It's not creative. It's this photographer. <laughs> well, it's just this photographer. <laughs> well, it's just it's. I don't agree with what's you that his, it's What's not his Instagram? Art. Do you want me to say it on the air? Yeah, just say it on the air. It's not... Hey, Gregorio. Oh, Gregorio. I was doing the other one. Okay. Oh, I follow him. Yeah, a lot of black and whites. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, so this is the photo right here. It's Gregorio Photography. I'm, I'm not hating on the guy, but it's like you got a chick here. This isn't Tasha, right? You just got a chick here who's naked, implied nudity, and the guy's on the bed taking a shot. That's not art. That's yeah. bragging. I could do like anyone could do that with uh, a camera. Is a little bragging. You know what I mean? But so, you know what though? I I think that cameramen, not camera, whatever those uh, photographer. Bloggers. What's the camera boys? <laughs> it's like it's called. It's called shut photo- up, shut up, fools. Yeah, sh- shutter, shutter boys. Um, I think that they still have to have some kind of an ego because yeah, it's totally. like they want to probably like our ego is is front and center. Um, yeah, I when never you're understood. On the front of the camera. Like directors who have no face to their movies, like um, Martin Scorsese. Obviously, you know it's his movie. It's got his his scent all over it. Whatever you want to say, a stamp. Tarantino. Yeah, Tarantino. Even Steven Spielberg. But even you know it's his movie. Tarantino always show himself in his movie. Doesn't he always like he's he is yeah, he in in at least one scene. He does. Yeah. Well, because he was an actor first, right? Well, was he? but. The point is that it's like a narcissism. Even Picasso was like very self-absorbed and like obsessed and and you know drew his own portrait with on his side with an ear. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they I think it's sort of the artist way to like be a little narcissistic. Sure, but so so anyway, so this dude takes this photo with Tasha and the other girl. And I'm actually I'm okay with this. This didn't bother me as much as implied nudity with the guy on the bed. That, that, that okay. Do you know I'll what I mean? Honest, but it, the first one I can kind of understand. That one he does look sort of douchey in. And he, he's a nice guy from Mexico. He's like, hey, he's he's more of like a he's more of like a uh, Roberto Benigni, like, hey, hey, you know, like I don't know, like a little yeah. firecracker. You understand that his whole brand, his his like hashtag that makes him famous is traveling with followers. So it includes him right. in. His work. It's like, I'm traveling. I'm staying with photographer. I'm staying with followers. I'm staying with models. We're shooting. We're hanging out. And so it really, it's way, it's way less of just the photography. And I like and the I guy. And I can see on social media too, now that I think about it, like you do kind of, it's different now. Like yeah. the promotion, you know, like you, you kind of have to like. And in this photo, he's, he's a doing a peace here. sign. I like the guy. It's fine. They just did a lingerie shoot. Whatever. No big deal. But like, if you're going to do the implied nudity of the bed, like, 
don't even warn me first. I had a, I'd have a problem with that. You know what I mean? I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I get it. You did the photo shoot. But it's not like a, just a photo of you. It's the dude being the dude. Maybe and we should go is. take pictures with him. We should. <laughs> if you want to, do a laundry. Bulge and shit. But you're right. Yeah. You're really onto something. There's a way yeah. more. Like, it used to be, before social media, it used to be you went, you did your job, the final images came out in whatever magazine, however many months later, and that was it. But now, with social media, it's really popular for people want to see the behind the scenes. That's what gets more views on my Snapchat than anything else. Is like behind I think it's because of reality that. TV and stuff. Exactly. Like, I, I, I hate, I don't know what your guys' opinion is. I use social media but i also hate it yeah hate it i hate, hate it, it so much because it's like share our podcast on twitter uh, <laughs> yeah follow us uh, please yeah um i mean it's a necessary evil you know but it, it's it's made things so inauthentic like people are all like even in their real life now like lie yeah. to each other like like I, I don't know if you guys have ever had a conversation with someone where it's like hey how are you man it's like oh man i'm blessed i'm blessed and then it's like, there's no, it's like, man, just book to commercial. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm trying to talk yeah, don't to you. Don't reset your resume. Is a, is a, is a person. Yeah, you have you a know? good day? Tell me about your day. You and know? I, I think that's always been there in LA, but I think it's worse with social media because you only see the good parts. It's like people will be an extra, but they will clock in at CBS studio. You, you know what I mean? Right. And like, like putting in work. Yeah, you know, uh, like behind the scenes, like they're in the changing room. And you can understand it a little bit because you're trying to generate a buzz and get more work, but it's also like I can't also have a conversation with you. The young millennials are so fucked. You you heard about the girl? You heard about the rape that happened? No. So, so 29 year old dude meets some two chicks. They're 17. Meets them at the mall. Buys some vodka the next day, and then he rapes one of the girls. The other girl periscopes it. Now she's what facing the, she, the other girl's facing forty years in Why jail. Why was she with the guy? She, yep, she says she periscoped it as evidence. So, so they're fighting the case, saying it's it, it was she was just wanted evidence. I don't know why she couldn't have just filmed it, but she was periscoping it. And then and then the attorney, like they quoted, he said she just got caught up in the likes. Like she, like she was getting so many likes on yeah. her on the Periscope, and it's like oh, they this makes because my like skin crawl. have you seen some of these it's like disgusting. punked these p- punked episodes or whatever where like they'll like they'll do something like really horrible and like and then the celebrity that they're punking there's one guy instead of like doing anything he started filming it and they made the guy look so bad it's like people would rather get like the world star you know viral videos See, than that's do the right the thing. shortcut yeah like that's a shortcut now in entertainment industry to where people don't really. I still believe in like talent trumps everything like sure. at the end of the day, but talent alone just takes longer. Like I, I believe like you can still get to a place where you're so good at something that people are like, Wow, that's impressive. But I also think that so many people now are just trying to follow like patterns and trends and formulas and it's like what works in fifteen seconds that I can do Yeah, they just rip And they don't work on their acting, they don't work on their stand up, they don't work on you know, they'll just be like, I'm a comedian and I'm making Instagram videos. And that's fine if or you're... Vine videos. Or Vine videos. Yeah. But Vine's not, like dead now. You're not working on your acting and you're not working on your stand-up, but you're calling yourself a comedian or, you know, and you're, you're not doing anything. But what's crazy is those people are getting booked. They are. Now, I know. in five years or, you know, when it's a big, serious project and it comes down to a couple people, the more talented person, hopefully, we hope, wins out. But like, it, yeah, you'll be around longer. Yeah, you know, but uh, you can be a flash in the pan quick. I yeah, think, you know. I think if you put in the work, then you definitely have more staying power. Now, yeah, now for sure. When we were talking about social media, did you have any social media issues with your ex? I know we talk about, and you don't have to like get into details. Do whatever um, you feel comfortable, with, but we talked. We were talking about your ex that you kind of like. I think we broke up. Yeah, and we're still. We got oh a gosh, fucking that's an obnoxious fire truck driving. We I think their sirens are broken. We have right. We live right next like to a, a fire motorized station. Fart. We li- we live <laughs> in Grand Theft Auto after you've beat yeah. the whole city up. Dude, I feel like Van Nuys is Grand Theft Auto. That and yeah, like just hitting hookers with yeah. ice cream trucks. That's, yeah. that's really all it is. <laughs> I tweeted that one time that everyone there looks like a retired wrestler because <laughs> 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 it's like ponytails and like tank tops with muscles and guys in their fifties. You know, kind uh, of Van Nuys, everybody. Yeah, but so you. Because, okay, well, first of all, so, Tasha, do you know this? Um, uh, we met, Matt and I met at my house party that I threw in the Valley with Dave that. Lucas. Yeah. Tasha bought Dave Lucas TV off of him. That's our oh, connection. Oh, shoot. 
Okay. Sorry. Yeah, he's he's such a cool guy. He's a, he's so sweet. Yeah, he's really really yeah. nice. He he was on the podcast he, wha- a long time ago. Yeah, he texted he's me. He's a today. baby daddy now. Yeah, but like his kids like probably close to two. Wow, dude, that's what's so time scary. Flies. What we were saying about L.A. like it's it's seriously so weird because it's like we don't have seasons, so we don't realize how fast time is moving. You really <laughs> don't. You go home and it's like the winters regulate that. But your like, like face just gets old. <laughs> like, yeah, your face gets old. Like but you a keep, tan way. Keep wearing Ren and Stimpy t-shirts. <laughs> we're just it's gonna be scary. old. We're just gonna be old people in, in high tops. That's what we're gonna be. <laughs> yeah, in California. And it looks cool here, but then does it look cool? Like, do we look cool to the no. people that we go home to? I promise you, we don't. But they also <laughs> think that we're we're doing better than we are. Like, yeah, I, I went back home just because so many people want to be living their dream, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And Everybody wants to be freaking famous, like even in small towns, you know, because it's like that high school mentality. Like there's people that are the king yeah. of small towns, you know, but I, for I, some that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. But I went back home and people were like, oh, man, dude, it's like I don't even want to know what kind of money you're making. And I didn't, <laughs> say, I didn't say anything because it's like, well, wait, wait, where's home again? Southern Illinois. So like so, an hour okay. from Kentucky. No way. Um, yeah. Tosh is Kentucky. I'm from you're Kentucky. You're from Kentucky? Yeah. Okay. You have a little bit of an accent. Yeah. Bit, but I, I, I didn't pick it up. Well, I lived in New York for four and a half years before I came here. How long have you been here? away from home? At least 10. Okay. See, same here. My my accent sanded off. But, but my mom and dad, like, my mom still talks like this. And, and then, <laughs> well, you get Tasha, like, sh- literally when the flight lands at the airport, she's like, Hey y'all! Like, let's go do it. You pick up the accent. I'm some Cincinnati chili. It's really interesting. And when I moved, no, I'm good. Thank you, babe. When I moved, yeah, sure, I'll have one. When I moved away too, like I, um, man, you guys' dog is so freaking cute. When I moved away, um, like I started liking country music. I don't know if you had the same thing. Like I'm like. Why do I want to listen to Toby Keith sing about the American flag? Like, why do home I? Home sweet home. It, it, it's weird, like, because you you have like it's those little sound. connections. It's a great sound. Effect. That is a great sound. <laughs> I added that in post. We're not really drinking. Yeah, we're not really drinking. That's just <laughs> sound. Did body. you grow up on country music or just? I did. Okay, I did, and I remember. Uh, vaguely, my friend's dad like drinking and driving while he was like, driving <laughs> yeah. us to the park. Yeah, and that was totally. This... My boyfriend's dad used to do that all the time. He called him roadies. Oh yeah, <laughs> road, yeah, like, yeah like, road soda. <laughs> we call him road soda. Yeah, and I didn't even know he was, but like the song Third Rate Romance." I don't know if you've heard that song. It's like Third Rate Romance, Romance Rendezvous." Okay, it's like a '90s maybe. country song. But I remember my friend's dad just had like a super long neck, and he was just like doing that. Like yeah. while he was like driving, and he was just <laughs> drinking, and he well, had people like, drink. You can drink in the country. You just have a beer on the highway. My my whole thing is always. Wait, been are you this. saying that's legal? No, no, no it's no. not legal. But, but the chance but that you can so, pull like, over. Is, my yeah. thing is this: there should be a breathalyzer in the car that shuts your car down if you hit .08. I think that's so smart, dude. Just and, drink till you hit but .08. The reason why going into conspiracy mode a little bit, um, like businesses and all this kind of stuff, like you could even say corporations that don't. That's not good for them because they have to sell drinks. So there's like a, there's something to be made for people. <laughs> well, who... Bill Burr mentioned this on his podcast, but I bought these beers and they typed in my. These are good. Th- yeah, they're I great. Even drink but light limes, really. everybody. They're so nice. Uh, they're refreshing and crisp aroma. Yeah. Uh, they they type in your li- your license number, so it's like a he- it's like a light, it, so they can adjust your health plan. Like they like if you got life what? insurance, it'd be like, well, you've been buying this much alcohol, blah blah blah. It's like they fucking. Oh yeah, you. you said that Bill Burr said that it happened at a bar he was at, and he was. Well, like, it happened no. to me yesterday. What? They don't just look at your license; they type in your what license. What are you talking number. about? Where did this happen? This happened at Vons. What? Why do they type in your license? They number? type it in so then they have a record that you buy alcohol. That way, when you're getting your health ins- or your life insurance no. plan, they can be like, I thought they were just typing in your date of birth. I don't know. I could be. Yeah. Who knows, man? I mean. There has to be some kind of connection. Like I'm, I'm not gonna a, ask them next well, time I'm in the checkout. I'm gonna be like, "Give me my Monopoly." And or what are you typing? <laughs> or they? Yeah. For, no one knows what Monopoly means. I feel like it's a LA local thing. Oh, maybe it's like uh, the McDonald's Monopoly, except it's Vaughn's Monopoly. Anyway, um, sorry for interrupting even, with that oh, stupid. No, no. <laughs> We're going into conspiracy mode now. What oh, YouTube? I love this. What YouTube videos have you guys watched lately? <laughs> oh my gosh, we got the flat earthers oh, and dude. the chemtrails. I try Tosh not to watch any of that stuff because it like ruins my life. No, when I, watch I it. honestly, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't want to be this person that like is so cynical. I don't want to feel like we're but. just completely fucked, but that is honestly how I feel. I feel like uh, election-wise, Tasha well, feels that way. election, but who chemtrails. Who's also your who's your person? Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Brow, Bernie Brow. 
Yeah. I love Bernie. And I think that we're, you, we're totally fucked with anybody else. Like this, I do think that this is like a really pivotal moment for us. And if Hillary wins, like, I guess she's the lesser of two evils, but. Oh my gosh, but I don't like her. I hate her. She's a I don't lying hate bitch. Her, but like, also, here, here's the thing, too. <laughs> bitch is a derogatory word for what? Yeah, can you just say not nice person? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I think that the media, too, though, like, okay, she clearly has done awful stuff, but it's like it, it somehow caters to villain hero type thing, like the wrestler, you know, this person's mm-hmm. the heel. I'm not saying she's not bad because I don't, I don't like her, but I think that. I mean, she can't be totally evil. I don't think that I she's totally think... evil. I, I think, though, that she is bought 100%. And if she yeah. gets elected, we're just going to get more of the same. And I think we deserve better than but that. But isn't it good to know that she's definitely going to win if Bernie doesn't? Like, there's no way. No, oh, dude, the, I that's don't know. not true. Trump, Trump Look at the polls. Win, I don't know. There's a lot of people who really but like Can him. you imagine Bill Clinton I think he hanging would've... out in the office? I think it would be funny. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he is cool. He would be the first lady now. now. He yeah. would be <laughs> the first man. Well, someone was saying like I'm, every comic's probably made the joke, but like they give the first lady all these pet projects. Like, would you, you know, you're gonna have like some. He's gonna now have pet projects. He's gonna get to pick out like the it's White like, House china. And they're gonna yeah, and they're gonna for be the like, state dinner. <laughs> they're gonna be like, it's just yeah. gonna be like a spork with a trying to wear. He I don't just know. wears pinstripe suits. But it's like, oh, like Bill Clinton's new outfit. He's wearing blue today. <laughs> I know, right? People are going to be analyzing him. He gets to go on the There view. was just something on Scandal that was like that. I think, Millie, do you watch Scandal? Uh-uh. It's, oh, it's an old Here show. I feel like everybody watched it but me, but I just now started watching it because I like it, to binge shows. Is it still on? Uh, it might still be on. I'm not sure, but they I did watch like a million every, seasons. I watch every seventh episode, and I can tell you everything that happens. Well, anyway, yeah. Millie was like t- chatting with some other former first lady, and... Um, Millie's she the first was lady. T- yeah, she was talking about just how like stupid all the little jobs that they give her are. And she was like, the second a woman gets elected uh-huh. president, they're going to pay somebody to do this job because like no man is going to put <laughs> I don't up think the first shit. lady's on salary, right? No, no I they don't. don't. It's not a paid position. No. No. That's funny. Anyway, so what the fuck were we talking about? I, I tried no to, I tried to get it. I tried to get in years. with your girlfriend. I tried to get oh, in yeah, with yeah, your yeah, ex. Until yeah. ADD, probably defense mechanism. You had, a, you had a girl you loved and you broke up with her. I still do love her. Um... But, yeah, we just couldn't – we couldn't be together because it was like – I don't know if I'm a workaholic or if we were both just too needy. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, sure. Like, because you do have to throw everything in to working hard on your craft. But I, I also – I didn't take time – we stopped hanging out. That was, the, that was like the biggest problem. You know, because and, – and the reason why I stopped hanging out is because I'm so freaking codependent that I always felt like I had to be there for her to where I was like – It was like was, eating away at your stage It was eating away – not even that. Like I'd be on stage and I'd be thinking about the relationship. If you can – I think while you're on stage, you have to be thinking about stage. While you're in a relationship, you have to be thinking about relationship. And it got to the point where I wasn't present with either. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't present with my relationship. Yeah. And I, that's a big problem because, you know – no, no person's going to be happy in a relationship if the other person is always thinking about something else. Yeah. And while I'm on stage, I'm not present either because, you know, I'm thinking about our problem. So I just had to make a decision. I was like, okay, it's just not. It's and just the problems not, yeah. weren't something that you could use as like create, you know, creative juice for, for I, jokes or I ideas. talked about it. And it would be funny sometimes, and then other times it would just like the audience just bum the audience out. Because <laughs> there's a fine line. Like I think you can use open mics as therapy. Because I don't take. I've them. bummed people out before on stage. But you kind of have to to get to the center of a joke, man. Some comics are like, don't ever use it as therapy. Why not? Like it's like, oh no, that's... as long as you're not um, filming a special or you're not showcasing a set for a big club, like. Go on stage and talk about your feelings. And it's true you know? to yourself. I think your yeah. audience, too, They just like we were talking about with reality TV and Snapchat and behind the scenes. What was that? Oh, sorry. Your what? mic stand. <laughs> I think that people really want to know who you are. They don't want to see the facade of Especially you. Especially now. They want to know well, who you are. Do you have a problem are. with... I talk about specific things with our relationship. I mean, as long as it's not embarrassing. I feel like there was one thing I didn't like you talking about before, and I don't even remember what it was. That, that you were uh, an older model. Yeah, don't. I say talked that. about the fact that she was. 
I was like, the difference between models and comics is the longer you do comedy, the better you get. The longer you model, the fucking older you get. You know. She's like, Whatever. why? Are you, she's like, why are you gonna put that out in the universe? <laughs> yeah, the, I was like, look, it's age is age. I'm just making fun of it. I don't know. No, but you do have to make you have to make your relationship a priority if you want a relationship to work, and you have you to do. make your career a priority if you want your career to work. But it's about like you're right, compartmentalizing. You have to balance, and that's the that's the thing is it's like it just got to the point where we couldn't do that, and I tried to be present and. She needed me a lot, you know, and in in a way that I didn't know how to be there. Um, and it was just worse because I was so codependent in a way to where I was like, I had to solve the problem. Like I had to always, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's like, nothing worse than knowing that you are powerless over like the result. Yeah, and that I'm a sucks. fixer. That's the problem. I'm yeah. actually in a 12-step program for that right now, which is hilarious. Yeah. We talked like, about this. You're like in a Codependence yeah. Anonymous, basically. Yeah, it's a it's a thing at my church. It's like it's – Dude, uh, I, and I would totally go to that because it's like we – I want – like like I was producing the show. I want to give uh-huh. everybody stage time. I want to be Santa Claus. I know. I want you everybody wanna, to yeah. do well, and I want to help people, and it's annoying because it's like – then it pisses, you know, like we can, I don't have specific examples, but it's like, it just gets in the way. Like you have to pick and choose your fights of like, and it's like, what do I want them to be happy for? Yeah. Like the giving trees just ends up a stump. Right, right. And you have to, you have to, the greatest gift you can give people is like who you really are. But like in that mentality, it's like you're giving so much of yourself away. You know, it's like after a while, it's like, I remember I filmed a thing when I first got out here, this management came to come see me. And so I was like, I'm going to give my friends stage time. So I let uh, five yeah, people, five or six people go up before me. And I was supposed to film an hour. But five or six people, it was like, and they were like not assholes about it. They were all good friends like Jessica Michelle, uh, Lance Allen, David Lucas. Um, I think Jeremy Scipio went up. Uh, so, I can't they, so they did like over an hour. No, total. they did like seven minutes, maybe. Yeah, no, but, but like collectively, like, they... collectively, yeah, like it was like six people. So the audience yeah. is exhausted by the time your big thing happens. And the lights were on. There was like it was BYOB, so a lot of people weren't drinking, and it was like in this hot thing. There was all these lights that were facing, so people were like sweating. So I went up there, and I remember someone pulled me aside and was like, "Don't ever do that again." And I was like, "What do you mean?" This was another comic, and she goes, "That was your show." She goes, yeah. you, she goes, you do not waste your laughs. She goes, I don't care how good of friends they are. And my friends weren't being assholes. I just, I asked them willingly to do yeah, it. Yeah, sure. And they were just doing what I asked them to do. But, you know, it was, it was too nice guy of a thing. And stuff like that in L.A. will screw you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because. I, I did that with the show that I was producing. Uh, the last time I did this show, I hosted it and I ate, I just took the bullet, which, you know, is fine. But like, yeah. like last night I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to ask someone else to host. They'll be happy for the stage time. And I'll give myself the sweet spot. Like I'll do, I'll go up and do my time because I put in a fucking ton of work to make it happen. Yeah. Even though I still was like, probably if anything went wrong, I was going to cut my own time before anyone else's. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. How, I don't know if that re- how that relates to other people's. I know, I, like my yeah. ste- my stepdad's a heating and air conditioning contractor, mm-hmm. and he he he. You will not be cold in the winter. Like he'll do your work for free. Like he's not going to turn. You know what I mean? He's yeah. a great, and that's obviously like you know he's it's 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 a charity at some point. It's like that's his former pro bono. Like the work he does for his church that he t- loses thousands on. He's not like a cold blooded like no, I'm not going to do that. But, he's a good guy, but he's smart enough to not let the business go bankrupt. By doing good deeds. The only reason it hasn't right. gone bankrupt is, is because he's such a good guy that people that like people still want to hire him even when he fucks up. Yeah. Like it's not, it, you know what I mean? It's like he blew up but our fireplace. My mom and <laughs> my, my nice mom guy. ended up working for him because it was his management skills. It wasn't his quality so much, but it was like you might bid, you know, like th- that type of thing. He's like, yeah, we'll do it for two hundred thousand. Yeah, and it and it ends up costing him three hundred thousand. You're like, holy shit. But then you you make some money on other jobs. Like it happens. Uh-huh. But he's just a good guy. So like, my, but then my mom. Has to deal with like, why? Why aren't you home? You're supposed to be home. Oh, so and so's boiler went out. I got to go down to the. And she's like, my mom's like, I fucking, you're supposed to be here. Like, so my, I feel like Tasha's almost like got the same, like, like as a comic. If we get a, and it goes both ways. If I get a gig last minute, I'm going. Like Tasha got the, she won the chance to go to Coachella, so she went. Right. And she made it very workable that I could go. Like we stole a, we stole a armband, and I got to go with her. Blah blah blah. So it was great, but like. The, you it it takes extra awareness to pay attention to what the other person's feeling. 
Yeah. And, and, and there's a healthy balance of it because it's like, um, I think once you learn how to tame that, it makes you a better artist. I think when it goes uncontrolled, that's when it can like wreak havoc. Because to be a good actor, you know, you have to be empathetic to the other person. And totally. And even like justifying like a character, you know, like if you're playing a serial killer, you have to somehow find a way to make that serial killer human. You know, yeah, you can't make just, that like, real be inside like, of you. Bah! You know, yeah. like to where you're just yeah, they're doing it. They're right. It's like what head. happened when he was six and all this. And then you're like, oh, you know, he, he's alone in this world and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And what he does is messed up. But I found a way to justify this. Right. Like, so in the long run, it helps you understand other people. It makes you a better comic. But I think uh, unchecked, it can really it can really cost an emotional toll. Well, you know? well, so like you're you're you know, like our relationship, Tasha and I. For those listening, 45 minutes in, we're dating. If you didn't get that part. <laughs> it's like, I have that balance where I'm like, I need to make sure. She, like, Tasha today was like, I want to go camping. Great. Good, good. Like, yeah, that'd be great. Like, let's go camping. But I'm also like, uh, I got to go up on stage every night. Like, mm-hmm. I have to, I'm in that, like, dog fight part of my career where, like, if I don't go on stage, somebody else will. And the, and the industry's yeah. not waiting for me. So there's that anxiety and that pressure that you feel. And then and then being willing to say, yeah, fuck it. Like, let's go away. Let's experience life. So there's just this weird balance of getting on the same page where, like, one of the best, one of my favorite jokes that I do, I wrote in the fall. We went to, um, I feel like it was Columbus Day weekend or something. We went to Palm Springs and, like, we hung up by a pool for a couple of days. And I got all this writing done. So it's like, I'm totally cool with vacations and having that chance to, like, get my own shit done. But I also have this tremendous stress about getting on stage. Yeah, especially once you start pushing. I don't know if you guys feel this. Once you start getting closer to 30, you feel... Turn to 31 uh, in two weeks. Yeah, like, you probably started feeling it when you were like, I'm 29. I turned 30 in June. Um, I started feeling it 28, my second year of comedy. I was like, oh, boy. I was was hitting it really hard in L.A. and then um, only focused on stand-up. And then I was like, man, I'm not working on my acting. And so I, I started working on my acting and, and kept doing stand-up. But, yeah, once I was 28, I, like, threw a- everything into an extra gear. And I, I, I feel like civilians, like, the normal are world. You, are you the 3 yet? No. No, she's, no you I'm look not. very young. You're, Thank like, 25. You. Four. 23. 24. <laughs> 18, 15. You're, really, you're, you're 23? 20, no, I'm not I was like, you're so much. <laughs> I never said you're my very real ma- age on you're air. V- okay. Say, I, I your, say your fucking age. You, no. You know what? You're trying to like shoot there's, me in the foot? There's a thing. Mid to late It's 20s. way worse I, for women than for men. It is. It is. Because as women, there is like more. I hate using isms because <laughs> it sounds so PC. But there is more. There is ages. I, I was throwing a little hissy fit with IMDB because it says I'm 29. And I was I, I had booked this role, and then I was like, I'm playing like a 24 year old, you know, which you I can could, easily. You could, you could play high school. Yeah, like I can play really young, but put a I was hoodie like, on your high school. Like I, I didn't want that to be on my IMDb, and yeah. they're like, IMDb does not take down things that are actually fact or factually accurate. And I was like, why can't you just take it down? Yeah, yeah like, some I was woman actually went to court about that a few yeah, years back. Yeah, take my age down. You know, uh, it's yeah. like I what's don't name want... again? What's my age again? I feel like I purposefully know, right? never put my age anywhere on. Pro- like, I don't think my age is on IMDb. I, I didn't I know how it. old you. I, I didn't it. know how old Tosh was for the longest time because on one account your age was like off by a couple of years. So like all my fr- all my friends like oh Dave hitting it fucking twenty two year old yeah. <laughs> yeah, all my friends are like Italian hey the fucking guy Dave's man. doing Dave fucking tap in the college dick style <laughs> yeah I'm like no she's really not that young it just it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah you, I mean you play what I don't know <laughs> we're talking about age IMDb and uh, before that but so so codependency is interesting. Oh, code- so I thought so, we were getting off on a good. We we are we're getting off on a good uh, good note here. Codependency. <laughs> so Tasha, you might sometimes she kind of uses it as like you're gonna don't be codependent. Like there's a healthy like when I was Wait. when I was when I was asking for like an East Coast person. Yeah, <laughs> it's your codependency acting up. <laughs> your fucking codependency kid. Go oh. to the doctor. Your codependency's bad. <laughs> New England is full of codependency because it's full of shame and and, 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 and like guilt and different um, things that lead. Yeah, to, you're, you, they've done studies. Where like uh, your parents, I I don't know who they is. I read this in a book. <laughs> sure. So whoever they, the collective, people, they. the collective they have done a study 
um, on like if your parents don't deal with root causes of shame, then they pass it on to you. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it like it, it's like unspoken, and you can't and hate, you can't hate them for it. No, no, I'm not. Uh, our mad generation at my has acknowledged at this way better. Our than generation's the also pussies. Like, <laughs> like there's a healthy balance, you know. Like our generation is healing from. It's like our parents talk about how easy we have it. I used to have a bit about that. It's like they justified child abuse back then, like. Because my dad one time told me he had to earn the right to have hair. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not even... That like makes you, no like, sense. Like he combined no two different things. <laughs> yeah, earn the right to have hair. Yeah, and then he was like, talks about if he slept past 5 a.m. It's like, dude, your dad was just psycho. Yeah, like that's a George war. Washington. Like, the sun's never caught me in bed. It's like, all right, Farmer Joe. Like, Yeah, it's, it's like... Different now. Yeah, and especially if you're a comic. I'm out till like 2 in the morning sometimes. I'm not getting up at 5. Oh, yeah. But so I do my personality is like, like I'm on heroin. Now there is sort of like a special <laughs> snowflake syndrome. Like, yes, we all have to have our feelings and like be good to ourselves. But also like the world's not bending over backwards for you. So don't expect There's that. definitely – yeah. You can't – I think it becomes a problem when people try to get everyone on the bandwagon with their – feeling of inadequacy in society because I don't think people realize that we all kind of feel that on some level but I think that like on um like trying to get everybody to understand what it's like like if you're transgender like trying to get everyone to understand what you go through they're not going to yeah they're not because they're, they're just not, not like it's... and some people are naturally very empathetic and others are not at all but like yeah. there's no way that you can explain a feel you know like that people don't want to understand they're too caught up in their own shit they yeah. don't want to understand well, what it's like what to i be talk you. about like this world you know people say oh, it's day the, the middle east and everything the suicide and terrorism it's like this this is the 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 nicest the world's ever been this is the safest the world has ever been statistically especially for us here like st- yeah. like statistically it's a, it's it's it, it but we're living in this like crazy fear and the world is just whatever reflection you have on the inside like you deal with like deal like if you, like some people can't live in New York, you know, like I live yeah. there. Some people are like, oh, if it beats down on you, I'm like, no, it breathed into me. You know what I mean? Like it's just you. You just reflect whatever feelings you have on the inside. So like, if you want to treat like traffic, like that's that's something you you both have an issue with traffic. <laughs> I don't. I just sit there and chill. I have issues with other things, but not traffic. Like that's just uh-huh. not that's not a thing that bothers me. That's not a troubled area. But there are days when I'll come home and be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I just got out of war. Get just just because it's like I had somewhere to be and I was five minutes late to everything I needed to be to mm-hmm. today. Yeah. And it's like you just, like with with you know for those listening wherever you are in life like wherever you live it's gonna be something different. You're not gonna have traffic if you're in the Midwest necessarily. You're not gonna have the fucking bullshit that we have. But you might have you might you know be living in a world where you want to be something creative and everyone's calling you a faggot. You know what I mean? Like right because you yeah. because you can't do that yet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. People always think grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Like um, people in Southern Illinois have had so many friends tell me that they feel. Like, oh, you're doing these amazing things, and I feel trapped. But then you see people in L.A. that are miserable because they're not where they want to be in their career, yeah. you know? So it's well, because they like, go online they and see a, the people with a, a home. It's a social house. media thing, mm-hmm. man. It, it's it, it, it's made yeah. people's lives seem more glamorous than they you are. You basically crop out the bullshit and only... Yes. Yes, it's you, your highlight Yes, it is not. Mm-hmm. Yes, social media is So follow lie. me on Instagram, at Neils with a Z. Uh, and it's true. Yeah, at the, the kids, beach. The you know? kids. Like, oh, my gosh, thank God. I grew up before we all lived yes. on Instagram and Facebook because I don't know if I would be a sane human being if I had grown up with that. Can you imagine? My like, sister's kids are taking selfies at right? seven. Middle school, high school were hard <laughs> enough. Can you imagine, like, not just getting bullied at school and then going home and then having your safe space at home, but getting bullied at school and going home and people are still bullying you on the internet? Well, sure. And bullied at home. But what's the happiest thing that happened to you today? A social media thing? Getting getting featured on Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Like, you live for the likes. We all do. I get a comment from a stranger on my Instagram. Love it. Feels good. Feels so good. But my I wouldn't mom say comments, that's the happiest like, eh. thing that happened to me today because that's, like, that was just, like, a cool, like, business thing. That's, like, a check in the box, but that didn't make my whole day. Let me ask you this. Does your Did your girl get crazy if she was hungry? <laughs> I had... You know, dude, she was actually... She never, um... She never really f- freaked out. She was more um, like uh, she would just get sad and like not tell me anything. Oh, really? That was that wow. was she was hungry. 
No, no, not when she was hungry. I just mean when she was upset about anything. Oh, so okay. it's like, you know, so I was like very, I'm like very like, just tell me. When, and that's the difference snappy. between guys and girls. Like you, like not you, meaning like women, and like are a little more indirect. Guys are more direct. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be like there's McDonald's over there. And then guys will just keep driving and be like, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. We're a lot more subtle. And just and also, guys, like you were saying earlier, you're fixers. Sometimes yeah. a girl just wants to like have somebody like sympathize. <laughs> and we want you just, to be like, that drywall with thing. a nail in it. Yeah. Like we don't need Hang to be fixed. On. We just want to be able to express ourselves and maybe get like, oh, oh man, you know, that kind of sucks. Like we yeah. don't need a solution. We just wanted like to know that you're like you've got our back a little. It's bit. hard. I remember my my girlfriend. I would always give her like Zig. You know, I don't know if you know who Zig Ziglar is. Mm. He's a motivational the speaker. Salesman. Yeah, yeah. He's like yeah, it, but he's a motivational speaker. I'd buy her like books when she came to me. <laughs> I give her like Zig Ziglar books, and then I'd give her like <laughs> Zig like, Ziglar audio. Not the same way. And then she was like, and he's this motivational speaker who talks like this, and he talks about like success in the business world. <laughs> and she's like, I want to listen. You just slap a book down what? on her problems. <laughs> yeah. Chapter seven, like, honey. I'm like. <laughs> Is I'm like I want to focus on my career, like read this book. But dude, it's a it's, it's so a common selfish. thing. Men want to fix things. Like yeah. we, you give us a problem, we find a solution. You get angry at us for the solution because we didn't hear the problem. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just what it is. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a wonder that like guys and girls we're so just different, different, differently like, wired, we're different, different species almost. Like but men but and for women, some like, reason, it feels like the man has to adjust to the woman's feelings, not vice versa. Because and, and I, I, I don't I might, believe that. I might, get, I might get shit for this. You're, no, you're being very like self-centered <laughs> no, right now. I, no, I get what he's saying though. I, like, I if you have a problem, saying, I have to repeat the problem. Like us. Should, guys like me and him adjust to the woman's feelings like country song guys, because you're like, like sensitive and codependent. Because yeah, it, it's like we both like feel stuff and it like messes with us until we fix it so like you touch like she was hungry today and i was like i've got nine minutes to feed this girl like, I've, I've got, got a fr- you've got like, less than i nine. hit the timer it's like jack bauer <laughs> like beep 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 i'm like get us but i also knew where we go where we were going to be food it was like 45 minutes away yeah so all of a sudden 40 minutes in shit's hitting the fan we're looking for this and for that and she's like you don't even want bagels and i'm like i'm on a diet <laughs> we're just back and forth it's like fucking give me a taco and we finally found something and it was it was good but it was like it's like you just i just need like a like a fanny pack of almonds to just throw at her face like, <laughs> be gone with like just like the holy water and an exorcism i have a friend who like his girlfriend friend he always his girlfriends always stay with him but he's so mean to his girlfriends like he's not like oh oh my he's gosh. not abusive but like like verbally abusive but he says really mean stuff like he'll be like are you dumb that's awful that's I know, our, that's but, that's, that's, but that's, our, they, that's our buddy gooch my one of my best friends is like that he's not like doing it like you're dumb like it's it's more like he, that's the way he talks to everybody yeah, like, that's kinda. a stupid thing to say but it's so dumb but like girls will just like they never stress him out. He'll be like, gosh, he's the one who gets like stressed out. He was like, he's like, what do you want? Like, he's just very like, like he's talking to a <laughs> He's such a bad boyfriend. Well, as far but as like, his girlfriends always stay with him. As far as codependency goes, it sounds like the chick's codependent to him. He and, probably attracts and, that. Yeah. And uh, you read these books on co- like uh, codependency. Melanie Baby. It's usually women who these have books it. are it all sucks that you and these, I got. Stuck I know it so it. sucks. <laughs> do, do you know, like you ever give a relationship with your father? Uh, like what brought your codependency about? So my relationship with my dad, getting in therapy hour. Yeah, yeah, I, like, right, right I love um, therapy hour. You have ninety seconds. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> if I ever seconds. go back to school, I'll be a shrink. It's like, and then I blacked out and woke up screaming. <laughs> no, um, my dad's a great guy. I love him to death, but he was never, he never shared anything with me. Whenever I was a kid, we never had any intimate conversations. Yeah, like about anything, and I think that's a lot of people with her dad. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, he that's did, Tasha's dad. There was like no communication. Like, he's just a stoic, like quiet yeah, guy. Very no strong, communication. Silent type. Never talks yeah. about like problems or anything. That's actually one of my biggest things. And I, and I don't have issues with my parents anymore, but one of my biggest issues, not an issue, but a thing that I hope that I will not be as a parent is that I want to treat my kids like not as a kid, but as a person. As a person, you want to listen to them. Yeah, valid, listen to their problems. And ideas that are valid. We're remember that. And respect. <laughs> like, I think that, you know, you shouldn't necessarily treat your stuff. kids but like look, friends your dad, he's a cool but, guy. And I'm coming from a place where my father, post-traumatic stress from Vietnam, never knew him. He's dead. 
So her, so like your wait, your father passed. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Several, several years ago, and like never, never really got to know him. So like so fucked up. Whereas your father's just a quiet guy, and your mom. He's a like, great dad. My yeah, my family is my really dad. wonderful. They're her great, parents are great together. People. I'm like, why are you who like, love me so much and are very supportive? But I definitely felt like as a kid. I, I wish that they had treated me a little more like a, an adult. The, yeah, that that stuff matters. I mean, my dad, he was like, he never, uh, we never had any intimate conversations. And it was, the only time we really talked was when he was like criticizing me. So I think that's where the codependency comes from. Because it was like, hair was sticking up. Don't you have any self-respect? Oh, of course. Co- so you're like, trying to please ha- him. And, 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 and shoes were at the door to where it got to the point to where every time he called my name, there was something that was wrong. Like checking yourself. Like, oh shit, what did yeah, I like, do? Yeah, like what did I do? Because it was true. Like multiple times a day. Tasha, all day is long. That us? Is that us? Shut all up. day long. Are you Matt's dad? <laughs> She's like, babe. And I'm like, what did I do? All day long. All day long though, my dad, it was like something I did wrong. And it was like, don't you have any respect? You parked the car wrong. The really? shoes are... And even like so much because my dad has military? OCD. Military? Is he military? No, no. But he has severe OCD. It was like his his control freak. Tasha is your father. I, I have OCD too because... But like my dad would go and he would organize my action figures, right? Like he would clean my room <laughs> and he would get so detailed. He would organize my action figures. Thundercat goes there. Yeah, like in the Thundercat, whatever. I had Terminator toys. But the, <laughs> but the arms would be totally straight and the weapons would be like synchronized and like stacked on top of each other. It was like... Really, like in the action figure cases. I don't know if you've seen. If those. any cartoonists like, are like, listening, can you please draw this for us? I would love that. <laughs> please send us. Yeah, totally. So that's where it, that's where I think it comes from because it was like. But how about how everything. about now? Was there a point where he was like, "Oh, you've turned out to be a good," you know? Did he did he stop need, needing to coach you? I I remember like I I snapped on him when I was like twenty. I mean, I'm twenty nine now, so I think I snapped on him when I was like twenty eight because I was home. And he was doing the exact same thing. And I'm like, I'm 28. And I just like started being like, I, was like, I want you to treat me like a man. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of those one of those moments. And then like, I was like, I was like, I'm sick of this shit. And I, I could never cuss in front of my parents. And my dad's like, don't say curse words. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I was like, I like, we had actual heart to heart. And he opened up a little bit and was like, you know, my dad never talked to me. Wow. About that kind of stuff. And he was like, that's, you know, I've just been closed off. And so, but isn't it, was, it amazing what just a little bit of openness can it does, bring? Yeah, vulnerability. That's, that's a good way to tie it around because that's what we started with. Is like you want to be spiritual, you gotta, you gotta like if so. If you're listening and you have like some stiff parents, maybe hug them. And when they go to pull away, maybe hug them harder. Yeah, and, and, maybe you're fucking. Hard. Maybe yeah. that's hug them harder. I think that's the name of the episode. And that's my problem <laughs> with motivational speakers. That's rape what culture. We were about <laughs> yeah, hug, hug them, them harder. harder. <laughs> in Periscope, they, your uh, first comedy album is you <laughs> raping somebody. <laughs> this how um, kills. Um, gosh, that dog is so darn cute. Right, cute dog. dog. We'll put him in the photo. We got to do it, um, dude. We got to get out of here. We, we're like we're like over an hour now. Wow. So oh, wow. we got to we got to wrap Interesting up. Podcast. Dude, will you come. Well, you should come back before Mike sometime. We'll do it again. Yeah, like like very okay. soon. You guys are fun to talk. I feel to like we the... just started warming up, and I know I just cut you off. Do you have anything else? What's any what, what wisdom can we end this on? Uh, because <laughs> <was a> <laughs> I'm really trying to think. Well, let me ask you this: Was Tasha stuff, like so? So when when was that pivotal moment with your parents where they just kind of gave up trying to be like too on your fucking ass? I don't think we ever really had a moment like that. I think um, I just because your parents were tough on you. My parents were tough on me, yeah. Um, but I've been away from home for a really long time, and I've been Same here. I was always a very independent child, and I think that maybe. They, I mean, they've got two other kids, but I think that maybe they realized that they kind of pushed me away by like. I was going to say because your sister, they obviously treated very differently, and as the older sister, you're the one who left, and the other sister stayed. So it's almost like not that they did that to you. You've you've like we're all on a spiritual journey. You've mm-hmm. traveled the world literally yeah. by leaving Kentucky. You've been able to see things, and it probably made you better in a way, you know, because you yeah. you have to search. <clears throat> Whatever your parents don't give you, you have to make up for. Mm-hmm. And w- some people do that by drugs, and but if you actually do it by unfolding, you know, the mm-hmm. healthy way, then it's 
And I think like forgiveness too. Like it's, that was really important for me. Like as I, you know, came into adulthood was like, Hey, they did the best they could. I don't need to hang on to any sort of bitterness. Like I was the first one. I was a Guinea pig. And like, I don't know how old your parents were when they had you, but 29, 30. Okay. So a little bit older, but like my parents, my mom married my dad really young. She didn't have me until a few years later, but, um, they were, I, you know, my age, like, like hey geez, now. I can't Holy imagine fuck. being a parent. They conceived that late. It. Wow. Shut up. Tasha got know? a very young brother, too, so they've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Long time. But it's just, you know, I, I, you're, you just make it up as you go. When you're little, you look at your parents as adults, like, like they're superheroes or something. Like, yeah. they have, they know they're everything and too. they have it all figured yeah, out. Yeah, that's the thing they always say. Like, I don't think anybody's parents don't screw them up. I think everybody's parents have screwed in them their up own in some special level. way. In their own way, like yeah. I'd rather that humans, than then, like know? loving my kid too much and they're fucking turning out to be an asshole. That's <laughs> why I think it's almost like what everybody goes through. <laughs> Everyone goes through the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel you like spread I mean, your wings. My mom loved away. the shit out of me, but it was still like, it, you know, st- like I still have had issues. It was just like naturally. Yeah, she was working. You know, she was a single mom, no child support, doing her own things. Like we, we've all got our thing. That kind of stamps us into this life, like yeah, that gives us our own unique issues that we have to, you know, kind of. Um, but because oh, actually, I'll say this: I was thinking of this recently, like where where I got my humor from. I remember just specifically high school football being there'd be like twelve, like eleven dudes in the huddle, right? And we would like be, like the fucking coaches were the biggest assholes in the world to us, dude. This was back when you could like grab a guy by his face mask and like oh, our coach yeah, had yeah, a, yeah. a big ring on his finger. Coach and he would, you faggot. He, oh yeah, you <laughs> fucking pussy. And uh, they, 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 uh, what do you got? CVS chronic vaginal syndrome. <laughs> you yeah. fucking pussy. He'd be like, he'd be like wipe your vaginas, boys. <laughs> oh, you're dripping. You need a tampon. <laughs> and he had a big ring, people. and he would hit us on the head on the helmet with the ring, and it would it would make this piercing like. Like it would make this, and it would it would really it was the worst form of torture. So like all we had was was each other to like make fun of shit like that, and like that's how I feel like it I was grew like up. daddy's home. Yeah, we had to literally just like bond through this violent like, violent coaching. <laughs> I hate that I've related high school football to like what people might have like real issues, but like you got whatever you have to. Find. Yeah, I mean there's there's siblings you know who who bond because a family member is very like abusive. Sometimes sure. too, you know, and they have like a sibling, and they both go through that together. So it's like they're super bonded. You yeah, know? And like my sister and I have that with with having a father we didn't know, uh, but we're so different. Like, could Chase and I be any different? She's she's pregnant. She's gonna pop with her third son next How week. Old is she? She's a year old. Uh, Irish twins, eleven months older. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's and, and it's great, but she's she's very counterdependent to my codependent. She would would not talk to people and be angry, like she's angry, like like had that sort That's of. What my vibe. sister is. My sister is too. Versus mine, which was like. Can't we all just have a happy dinner? You know what I mean? Like that was a me too. Diff- but but now we bond on like wow yeah we had a fucking shitty child today yeah let's talk about it and like it's different now yeah but dude we got to get out of here we're late we got to go do this uh, little mic here um, anything <laughs> we need to plug like let's uh, plug our social media so people listening can actually um, check us out so Tasha okay I'm uh, Tasha Courtney at Tasha Courtney on Twitter and Instagram and Tasha TV on Snapchat. Send her to Cabo if you want to put her on a trip and make my life more miserable. Uh, what, what you got? I am Matt Jones underscore 90 on Twitter and Matt Jones underscore 90 on Instagram. Any shows or anything you need to plug? or? Uh, I'm sure. I don't know what my next show is. All right, so, so. follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Stay in touch. I'm doing a new character every day for a year. Yeah. Down, up to like 220. What? Yeah. Are you filming it? Putting it on yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. or but anything? Don't you show yeah, like Instagram, yeah. childhood so stuff cool. too? Yeah, I, so it's yeah, I say a character a day, um, but some of those are from childhood because I started doing comedy very young. Any characters you want to give us? Um, I probably won't translate to the. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, so go to his social like, media. Then. Yeah, I'm not good with radio. With characters. <laughs> uh, so okay, and then mine is at D Neils with a Z. I got my birthday show this Saturday, April twenty third, um, at the Comedy Store, seven thirty p.m. If anyone's in LA, come to that. My, my birthday's May first, but I don't yeah. know shows that day. And then May seventh, Improv Space. So anyone listening that's in a LA, it's a fun show too. Uh, improv Space. Yeah, is that Rob? Uh, Robbie? Um, it's not Robbie. Robbie's show. It's um, a Robert Chambers. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I really like that space. Yeah, that's a fun. It's show. good. So, so uh, those listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, check out Tasha and Matt on their social medias. Stay in touch. Share with your friends. 
Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, doing this. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Bye, guys. Bye.